Welcome to the Church Podcast, talking all things ministry so you can do church better. I'm your co-host, Chris Wesley, joined by John Ronaldo. John, how are things going in Las Vegas? Things are excellent. Uh, it's been sunny. It's cold, but sunny. And you know what? 2020 has just been off to a really great start now, a couple, few weeks in here. And uh, just really excited about this year. Quite honestly, Chris, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about, you know, 2020, what we're looking forward to. And, uh, you know, but there's just a lot of exciting things happening on the ministry front, personally, my family as well. And, and, and so I just found myself totally revved up for 2020 in a way that I wasn't necessarily revved up for 2018 or 2019 so uh we're excited my wife and i are excited i'm excited working with rich Paris success group we're excited about this year so uh i yeah 2020 is rocking and rolling so far yeah we really didn't um because i mean in our last episode uh we had such an awesome guest Catherine angulo and uh and if you haven't listened to that that's episode 116 so go back and, and check that out and uh i know for the podcast we're gonna have some uh, big guests uh, come on in the future and uh, especially uh, show some of those live on Facebook um, through the YM Transfer uh, Facebook page. So uh, if uh, you haven't checked those out, definitely check those out before. Uh, uh, check those out and uh, um, and uh, share them, share them with your friends. I know with uh, Marathon, um, we're really excited because we're looking at restructuring some of our membership and how we, um, you know, build some of these cohorts and, and uh, introduce some new master classes and courses um, over the span of the year. Um, and uh, so I'm just uh, really pumped to get the year started. And uh, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good decade. I think 2020 is going to be a good decade for ministry um, on all fronts. I'm, I'm very optimistic. Um, I'm very optimistic and I'm very excited and pumped to talk about today's subject because it's one of those ones for years that's been a source of tension, not just in my personal life, but I think in the lives of um, those of us who work in ministry that, um, that aren't clergy, right? Uh, John, I think it would be fair to say that this is, you know, this includes clergy, this topic, but it really is probably, well, it's tension between clergy and, and lay people, and I'm totally butchering this transition. But <laughs> you know what we're alluding to is Sundays, Sundays, Sundays. You know, um, it's not just for football; it's for mass and uh, and liturgy. And uh, the big question we want to tackle today is, what's the policy on working, or what's the thought, or what's the mindset, or what's the benefit of working on Sundays? Uh, when you work for the local church. Yeah. This inevitably comes up in, in my coaching relationships with parishes is this idea of, of Sunday and who's there on Sunday, right? And who's working on Sunday. And, and again, we're talking from a staff perspective, both clergy and lay people. And, and it is a point of tension, right? Because we live in an American society here in the United States anyways, uh, that, uh, you know, we kind of, it's a Monday through Friday type of reality for a lot of folks, you know, nine to five, you know, we have that, that idea that everybody works nine to five, which is not true, obviously, you know, but like when we think about, uh, when we think about working in ministry, are we thinking that our job is Monday through Friday with some Sundays, or are we thinking that Sunday is an essential part of our, our business, of our profession, of the work that we do? And it's a point of tension in the sense of, 
you know, there, there are some people in the church, you know, who say Sunday is like a required day. Like that's the day that we have everybody present. And so for staff to be available and present, to have the office, the parish office open on Sunday, that makes sense. And yet at the same time, there's this mentality, but we don't want to work on weekends, right? Because the weekends is my free time. My kids are home from school. My wife is not working or my husband's not working. And so I want to have that family time. Like there really is this tension that I see, Chris, and like we need to work on Sunday. We should work on Sunday. It makes sense. But I don't want to work on Sunday because that's my weekend. I think that attention is really alive and well. And, and today in our podcast, I want to just break that open a little bit and have, just have some conversation around how do we move forward with this in this conversation and get all on the same page. Yeah. Um, and, and you mentioned that it's something that's come up a lot your, with your clients. I know it's something that um, is definitely a discussion in some of our cohorts um, at Marathon, but also... I was recently talking to someone who was applying to a, um, a church job and uh, the position implied that, you know, the weekend definitely mattered and was important. But what this person was asking is how they can negotiate that so that they can have that personal and professional life balance, um, which, you know, I, I sometimes wonder, John, um, well, I think there's a lot of variables that, that come into place, right? Like, I think some people might feel the tension differently because whether or not they have a family and, and small children, they might feel it differently uh, if they're from out of town or uh, they didn't grow up in that neighboring parish and everything like that. Um, I know that people are going to approach it and think it differently if uh, maybe they're not getting fed at the church that they're um, working at. And so therefore they want to go to mass at another uh, church right there. So there's a lot of, uh, I think, layers to this discussion um, and, and everything, but let, let's uh, scale back and, and let's look at through the lens of, of what you guys do with parish success group. Say a priest comes up to you or a pastor and says, currently my staff doesn't work on Sunday, but this is something that I want to pursue. Um, what are some of the first, uh, uh, things that you guys discuss? What are some questions that you ask them? Uh, what are the first moves that you guys make? Yeah, I mean, the first question is really helping them articulate why working on Sunday is is important, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't have the conversation with your, your staff or, or think about a restructure of office hours or whatnot until you fully understand why, right? Why is this important? And, and, and let's, let's break this down a little bit here, Chris. The main reason that, and I already said it, is when... The Sunday experience, the weekend experience is when we touch the most people. And we've said that over and over again with the podcast, right? And so there, there's a strategic uh, conversation to be had about being present on Sunday, right? Where, you know, somebody who works nine to five Monday through Friday out, you know, 30 minutes out of town, they're a parishioner, they want to register their kid for faith formation, or they want to have questions about getting their kid baptized or whatnot, Right. Well, if they're working nine to five, they're not available to come into the parish office or necessarily call you guys, you know, uh, uh, during the week. But when they're thinking about church, which is Saturday night or Sunday, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, I need to follow up with the parish about signing my kid up for baptism, you know, or getting baptized or, or whatever, right? Well, when you think about it on the spot, you're like, Sunday's the time and you're looking around. It's like, okay, who can I talk to, right? 
and, and you look around and in some parishes like well none of the staff is here i don't know who to ask the question of or if the staff's there then they're like great i can go talk to them right now right so the first question is really articulating why if you think it's important why should we adjust our our hours to to have people work on sunday come up with that vision and help people understand so you can articulate it when you start to talk to your staff and your volunteers about that. I think that's step number one. Yeah. I think step, step number two then is, is, is really having built in into job description and understanding like it's an expectation that you work on Sunday. Look, look, okay. If you need the office open Monday through Friday and you've got a business manager, for instance, and they need to be there Monday through Friday, okay, then maybe that's a little bit different, right? You know, but certainly the pastoral ministry roles, if you are directing liturgy, um, yeah, you should be working on Sunday, right? You know, any pastoral ministry role, right? If you're doing children's ministry, if you're doing youth ministry, like I think there's a case. Whether your programs take place on Sunday or not is not the point, right? They right. may very well take place on Sunday, but the point is, presence and building relationship and 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 you start building that into your administrative infrastructure by including that in your job descriptions and how you manage people when i first started ministry chris it was a no-brainer of course my schedule is going to be sunday through thursday now again i was a coordinator of youth and young adult ministry but it was very clear expectation and you go into it right away there was no change required it's not like i was working monday through friday and then sometimes on sunday I was always going to be working Sunday through Thursday, period. And Fridays and Saturdays were off, except when I had things I need to be there for, which there's always exceptions, right? There are retreats, there are other things that you need to be there for. Um, so I think those are the first two steps. Build a vision around it and then start putting it into your administrative structure, uh, an expectation of that with job descriptions and whatnot. Well, I think expectations and clarification are so huge in that uh, because, you know, uh, yeah, when I, when I took my first ministry job, programs were on Sunday, so I didn't even question it. And in fact, actually, um, when I first started at Church Nativity, which is a, a perfect example of, you know, staff all call on Sunday. There are some staff that work Saturday, but pretty much everyone had to be there for a, a portion of Sunday. But even when I first started there, I didn't have to be into the parish, you know, office until or the church until like, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, because my youth programs didn't happen until the evening or afternoon. It wasn't until we had these conversations um, about why that was important that we had staff presence at all the mass and uh, masses and, and everything like that. Um, so that was uh, definitely a gradual um, progression. But, um, you know, I know that there are, there were people that I worked with that at first struggled with the, well, why do I have to be here on Sunday if my role doesn't involve, you know, this, or if my programs don't happen until this time. And really when we talk about Sundays, we're not talking about like creating programs on Sunday as much as, you know, what's your involvement in fellowship and worship on Sundays, right? What's your involvement with the mass and the liturgy? What's your involvement in the fellowship or the evangelization that occurs in between mass, after mass, before mass, and things along those lines? So it's not about creating programs to happen on Sunday. It's about like what, how are we involved and present in what already happens on Sunday and Saturday night, which is the liturgy. Right. It's relationship building ultimately. Right. You know, and that it's interesting how you kind of have this conversation. When I was a business manager at a parish, 
I was under the expectation that I would work on Sunday, right? Because I'm, again, <clears throat> I'm of the mind, like I need to be present on Sunday. I've always felt that way, you know? And so even as the business manager, I said, I need to be there on Sunday, right? Well, I had to actually convince my leadership that my presence was required on Sunday to be there so that I, I shouldn't necessarily be working Monday through Friday and Sunday, right? You know, that maybe there's a day off in the week, you know, that, that I would have. Um, and, and, and that I was surprised to be totally honest. I was surprised that I had to argue my case for me being present on Sunday to the pastoral leadership of the parish. Uh, now again, my role was, was more administrative management leadership as a business manager, but still, even as a business manager, I'm connecting with all the organizations, with all the groups, with all volunteers and stuff like that and so my presence was actually really essential and, and and so i had to argue for that i think there's a case to be made that your office could be closed on friday completely mm. i really think there is a case and that everybody even if you're the the office manager the business manager the stewardship development person as well as the pastoral ministry people that the schedule is, is sunday sunday through thursday and you have to close the office on friday and quite honestly you as a parish from a practical point of view, might actually save some money <laughs> if yeah, your office is closed on, on Friday. You, you save money. You save a, a lot of headache. Um, and, and again, not to uh, just use Nativity as an example, but um, we closed on Fridays with the exception of a volunteer receptionist. Uh, there were hours, you know, and um, and one of our maintenance guys, right, um, who would work Monday through Friday. And that was, you know, just to make sure if, you know, power was out or things like that. Or, you know, of course, if a priest needs to get in touch with for last rites or, or something like that, you need someone on call to do that. But there's so many, even if you don't have that secretary or that administrator or that volunteer, there are so many resources out there now where people can get in touch uh, with someone really quick, even if the office is closed on Friday. And maybe you just have someone on call, even if they're at home on their day off on that Friday. But yeah, I think that's, again, too, where some of the tension is, is if I have to work Sundays, then, you know, how do I, uh, you know, work around that? Now, another part of the tension, and, and I'll, I'll bring this from a personal level, is, you know, John, um, I, my family lives, you know, three, four hours away from where I do ministry. You know, my, 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 my mom, my, my sisters, and, and, and everything like that. Kate, my wife, her family lives uh, up in New Hampshire, and they're like, you know, eight hours and everything. And so we've had to miss birthdays and, uh, you know, baptisms and uh, celebrations in our family because of work and everything. And I think that's a really hard part. Now, I'm not sharing that to say, like, tough luck. People have to deal with that. I think there's ways that churches can make that so that you don't feel like you can never have a weekend off or that you never get to watch you know, uh, a Sunday uh, football game, <laughs> you know, in your entire life. But uh, what are some ways that churches or church staffs can um, make that, take away that, that tension or that fear that I'm going to miss out on the rest of my family's life because right. they work the Monday through Friday? Yeah. Well, you're blessed to have family nearby. And so that's, you know, a, a reality for some, but not all. But part of the issue is the ambiguity, right? Mm -hmm. So we say, you know, we're working Sunday through Thursday, but do we have it kind of written down a written procedure or policy to help us understand and really articulate what it means? Does it mean you're here every Sunday period? Maybe, you know, and you may negotiate that or, or maybe there's some flexibility, right? Like 
look, you know, I think flexibility is required. Things come up even during the weekday, right? Things come up. Your kid has a doctor's appointment. The only time you can schedule is 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Well, I got to take them. So I got to go get, get, the, uh, get out of the office and go make that happen, right? So I'm not at all suggesting that we need to have a hard line, you know, policy. Every Sunday you got to be there type of thing. Um, but it needs to be a clear expectation. So, you know, writing some sort of policy or procedure was like, how many Sundays make sense in a year, right? Um, I think that's important to know. When Monday is a holiday, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. Say Monday, President's Day is coming up, right? You know, that's a holiday. Uh, you know, what does that mean for for us in ministry? Does does the policy change? Do I need to be there on Sunday? Or do I not need to be there on Sunday? But I, I don't necessarily know the answer to that, but my point is I think there needs to be conversation about really articulating what that's like in terms of how often will we want people there, what that looks like. If I'm the, the, the children's ministry leader, you know, uh, and I have typically I have programs on Sundays, so I'm usually there on Sunday, but there are some Sundays we don't have programming, right? Mm -hmm. Am I required to be there still? that's a conversation worth having, right? You know, and, and being able to clear that up. It could be yes, it could be no, you know, but, but the ambiguity is what messes all this up and the people don't know what they, what's expected of them. They can't meet that standard. And then I get all frustrated. It's like, well, you're supposed to be here on Sunday. Well, like, I don't really know because it's, yeah. it's the ambiguity of it all. I think, I think we actually need to have kind of a written policy conversation uh, about that for the roles that you want there on Sunday. Again, I would argue, I think it makes sense for everybody to be there on Sunday. Um, but if you, if that's not your current reality, transitioning to that could be very difficult. Uh, mm -hmm. Especially if you have people who work Monday through Friday and you say, we're going to close the office on Friday and now everyone's going to work on Sunday. I think that could be a sticky, sticky conversation to have. And so that's why I think the vision being clear about vision, I think is key. Yeah, I think you and I are on the same page where it should be all or at least the majority of the staff working Sunday. Um, and I think that there can be a little uh, more flexibility on Saturdays, um, you know, in that regards, but definitely uh, Sundays. Um, and it's interesting because I, I threw up a little uh, poll while we're, we were talking on the YM Transfer Facebook page to see what uh, people thought. And uh, someone added, and it's actually the leading vote right now, is depends on the employee role and compensation. The employee role and compensation on the YM Transfer uh, Facebook page uh, group. So um, what are your thoughts on that, John? Like, you know, on do you, I mean, you just said, I think everyone, but like, are there exceptions with uh, compensation or employee or role or um, uh, does that not change your mind? I, look, it, it depends on what the infrastructure of your parish looks like. So what, when I look at depends on employee role, and comp, I'll take employee role first. It goes back to that question of like, do we need our office manager there on Sunday? Do we need our business manager there on Sunday? So I think that depends, right? My gut tells me some of those people there who, who filled in this poll already are probably thinking to themselves, well, yeah, youth ministry, children's ministry, liturgy, yes, for sure, right? If, if we limit it to that, you probably get a strong yes. But when you think about, you know, maintenance staff, right, or, or some of the administrative stuff, then that's where it, it kind of depends. Uh, see, I, I disagree. I think maintenance has to be there. 
you know, well, I can't. I, I, think, you know, I think you have maintenance there seven days a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. But that's not the case in a lot of churches, right? I mean. Well, no, absolutely. Yeah, but that, the maintenance should be there seven I days. Think, I think maintenance is the, after the priest, is the number one position that should be there <laughs> on the weekends. I it can't might tell be you, more important than the priest. <laughs> I can't tell you how many toilets have unclogged and crap I've had to fix, you know, and, uh and, you know, I, I'm, but, but yeah. yes, I agree. Maybe Sorry, yeah. but, but we're, we're talking more than one person, right? You <laughs> right, know, right, right, right. there does need to be a maintenance person there seven days a week. And when I was a business manager, we, that was our reality. I had one guy full-time work Monday through Friday. I had another guy full-time work Tuesday through Saturday. And then I had one guy, the third guy who had just come in and work Sundays for us. Yeah. Uh, so yes, maintenance needs to be there seven <laughs> days a week. No, and, and you know, it, I know you've been doing a lot of the, the justifying or explain, but like uh, for me, um, you know, the way that I look at it is uh, if you want to know your, your audience and the culture of your church well, whether you're a business manager or, or not, um, I think the best place to find that is on Sundays. If you are someone, even if you, the majority of your work is done Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday, you need volunteers. Uh, that's the place to recruit volunteers. That's the place to uh, find, um, to find uh, people to help with your ministry. And uh um, so I think like, uh, that, that's one reason to do it. Um, you know, you brought up the point of if I don't have program on Sunday, should I be there on Sunday? Uh, for me, um, that's where my schedule gets a little bit more flexible. One thing that I've learned and found helpful is, okay, so our youth programs, for an example, don't start until catechetical Sunday, which is in September, right? But I know that I need to be present at as many masses as possible, the weeks leading up to that so that I can, um, you know, encourage parents to sign up, uh, recruit volunteers, uh, just get people excited and remind people that our programs are starting up again in the fall, um, even though there aren't programs there. So that's definitely, um, I think, something that's that's really important. Um, it's the same thing where, you know, the number one time where people are looking for new churches is in the summer and around uh, around the new year. And so if you have a director of evangelization, if you have people who are in charge of hospitality or even the director of liturgy, I mean, who's probably there already, needs to make sure that people are heightened and aware that these are important weekends to be present. It's just like an accountant's not gonna take off, you know, the month of March and April um, and February, you know, during tax season uh, to go on a cruise. I mean, he or she's gonna be present during that time. And I think yeah. we have to recognize that as a church too. Yeah, and, and we all need volunteers. Like I remember when I was a business manager, I had a ton of volunteers helping me with all sorts of things, you know, from helping with hospitality to counting money to, to all sorts of things. And so I needed that presence on Sunday to, again, to your point, to build that connection. The office manager I worked with also, she had folks, she had volunteers to help her in the front and help do lots of things. And so it made sense um, you know, that, that there's an argument to be made that she need to be present. And also, quite honestly, the office should be open on Sundays when masses are happening because, again, people are present. I was like, I want to sign up for this Bible study. I'll just walk into the office and do that. Or I need to sign my kid up for, uh, I, I, you know, a baptismal prep or, or, you know, sacramental prep or whatever, right? The office should be open on Sunday. I think period. Like for me, I think that's a no brainer. The office needs to be there open on Sunday because again, that's where people are there. And, and I think to clarify, Chris, like I know that on Sunday and I remember this very clearly, it's not like Sunday I would get a lot of 
work done in terms right. of the tasks I need to do at my computer or, or program prep. I would get some of that done, right? Because I go, what I did is I'd go be there at the beginning of mass, say hi to people when they come, you know, then I'd go spend 30 minutes in my office, go take care of a few things and then come back before mass ends and greet people on the way out. Right. So it's not a work day and said, I'm going to get all these tasks done. Your primary purpose is relationship building, right? Mm. If you get some of your tasks done, emails, whatever, good, that's great. But that's secondary, I think, to the presence that we're talking about there. Yeah. Again, I think it's different if you have the office open, you need the office manager or a reception is there kind of helping do that work. That is their task. But even their task, if you're working in the front office, relationship is your entire task. Like that's your job, you know, as the, the receptionist, uh, that's, that's what you're called to do. Yeah. And, and I think, I know Chris, going back to this poll, you, you said depends on employee or role. We already talked about that. You also added compensation. Now this poll doesn't tell us what people think about compensation. Again, I think most people are focused on employee and role, but you added compensation. Do you think compensation should be different, the same considered when we're talking about working on Sunday. And again, we're only talking working five days a week, right? We're not, mm -hmm. we're not saying people should be working seven or six days a week. Well, uh, just to clarify too, uh, our good friend, Paul Marisi from the Brooklyn diocese added that portion into it. I just had the yes, no, or indifferent. Um, oh, okay. so, so, uh, but I, I, I'm more than willing to answer that question. Um, you know, I think with compensation, uh, no, uh, Compensation depends on the role, not on your, uh, on the time that you need to be there. Um, you know, unless like, you know, unless, uh, you're, you're paying hourly and someone is Monday through Friday, you know, and, uh, it's seen as overtime. Um, you know, but like, no, I think, uh, I don't, I don't think working on Sundays or, or Saturdays, uh, you know, should increase or decrease your salary. Um, just because the rest of the world, you know, is working in that way. And, and I actually kind of hate that saying that to the rest of the world, because I mean, there's so like, there's so many, everything but Chick-fil-A is open on Sundays. So it's kind of like, you know, um, there are plenty of people who have uh, different shifts and different jobs and you, your church might even be in one of those communities where a lot of people do work weekends um, because that's what work, works for their families. And, and I think some of the challenge too, again, is like, well, that work-life balance like how do i you know uh connect with my family and i know that was a source of tension for me for years especially with the small kids uh being gone on sundays and my wife you know having to be um you know almost like a single parent on, on sundays while i'm gone for most of the day because uh let's face it too sundays it can be a very long day so you know it's finding an environment where if I have a program at seven o'clock at night, but we also have masses um, in the morning and I got to be present. Having that ability to go home for a couple of hours, you know, and, and spend time with the family. Um, you know, I think also, again, uh, you know, I, I've talked to my wife about this several times, even when I was switching from one church to the next. And I said, well, are we okay with me working Sundays again? And uh, she said, you know, like we haven't known anything different. And, you know, I've been married for, uh, for 13 years, uh, you know, coming up and, uh, that's all my wife and I have known is my job being Sundays through Thursdays and her job Monday through Fridays. And, you know, as much as it stinks that we've missed family events as, as hard as it's been to make adjustments here or there, we, we make those adjustments. Another thing that I think is important to recognize for your employees and for yourself as a um, person who might work Sundays 
is how your weekend is going to shape and look different, right? So there was uh, a couple of months ago, I was talking to, to Kate and I asked her the question, I was like, on Sunday nights, when you were a kid, remember how you got that feeling of anxiety that you're going back to school the next day? Um, and she's like, yeah, I was like, did you still get that on Sunday nights with work? You know, even if you're loving your job and she's like, I, I do. And I was like, well, I finally realized that's how I feel Saturday nights knowing that I have to go back to work on Sunday. Yeah. And while she might be ready to go out and party on Saturday night, for me, it's a work night, you know, and um, changing that mindset has been a little bit different. And that doesn't mean we, we, we don't go out. I mean, we don't go out because we're just tired and getting older, but like, you know, it, uh, but it, it's, I think a mind shift. And then on Fridays when, uh, you know, I'm, I'm home by myself, you know, the kids are at school and everything like that. And what's great about it. And one of the reasons why my wife's, okay with this sacrifice is because I get stuff done around the house. Like, uh, you know, I, I can make sure that the house is clean. Uh, my family gets homemade pizza every Friday night. You know, uh, the, the bathrooms are clean. Uh, the cars get taken to the mechanic and everything. I'm building myself up because I'm just so proud of myself here. But, <laughs> you need you some know, affirmation. <laughs> I'm also getting probably a lot of people in trouble whose spouses might be listening and be like, wait, so-and-so's home on Fridays without the kids and stuff. So, you know, there's no reason for me to complain. And then there's also lots of ways that my family can benefit from me having an off day while yeah. they're at work. Oh, absolutely. And it's true for me too. But I think that's part of the analysis too, is like, again, I always, if, when I worked in parishes, the expectations I always worked on, on Sundays, uh, regardless of the role that I was in, whether it was fully comprehended by the full leadership or not, is a different story. You know, uh, but but part of that is discernment on individuals' part. Like, you know, if you sign up for parish work, really, like for the most part, there really is an expectation that Sunday's it, right? Sunday's a big part of what you do. And if you don't have that expectation or can't live up to that expectation, well, then I think some discernment needs to happen on whether this is what you want to be doing, right? You know, because uh, parish ministry is really based on Sunday. Uh, and so, so again, I don't think there's any like specific hard, fast rules. I'm biased towards Sunday and having a structure where the office is open on Sunday, most of the ministers on Sunday, but you can't be a hardliner to say that everybody needs to be there on Sunday. You know, because it may not work or everyone needs to be there every Sunday. That's where I just think conversation needs to happen, you know, uh, and make make sure people kind of understand the vision and the reality uh, of what this is. But again, part of this is going back to this idea of servant leadership and and what we're called to do. We are ultimately called to serve our parishioners. Uh, and if we're not serving our parishioners, you know, well, then then I think we need to really look at how do we do that better as a parish. And so. Uh, I, I think it's an interesting topic. You know, I, again, I think Sundays is a big day. Our office should be open on Sunday. Most ministers should be open on Sunday. Um, but it's, you know, it's not as clear cut for folks along the way, but that's where I think coming up with policy procedure, what that looks like coming up with the why I think is so essential, uh, when we, when we are having this conversation. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, um, good conversation. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And you can do that by um, going to the churchpodcast.org and you can put comments on this episode or you can shoot us an email at questions at the churchpodcast.org. Um, also, I mentioned a, a little poll that we put, put up um, on the YM Transfer uh, uh, Facebook group. Um, and uh, definitely uh, let us know your thoughts on this because I think it's an important thing to discuss and, and there are lots of different ways to look at it as well. 
Um, again, if you want to reach out or learn more about the church podcast, go to the churchpodcast.org. Um, also, we would love it if you left a five-star review on iTunes to let us know how we're doing. Uh, share this uh, podcast also with your friends and, and let them know uh, just uh, the different things that you're learning and experiencing with this podcast. We greatly would appreciate that. But let's say uh, you don't want to connect with me, but John, John, how can people uh, get in touch with you? As always, visit us at parishsuccessgroup.com or connect with me on Twitter at John Ronaldo. And of course, you can find me at uh, All Things Marathon Youth Ministry, marathonyouthministry.com um, or on social media with Marathon Youth Ministry. John, it's always a treat to talk with you and uh, to have some of these conversations and everything and uh, looking forward to a fantastic new year and new decade. Um, and uh, would, you, uh, would you lead us in prayer? I'd be honored to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, God, for this, this new year that we begin in ministry, this 2020 year, Lord. We just ask you to, to send your spirit upon each of us, uh, not only Chris and I, but, but all, all of those who are listening. Lord, may you really inspire us to continue to, to grow and learn and, and challenge ourselves so that we can bring more people to you, Lord, in our ministry, especially in this year of 2020. So, so help us be open to the, the wisdom of the church, the wisdom of your spirit in our lives as we continue to adapt, to grow, to change, and, and to reach out to people so that they come become part of our parish community, our church community, become part of our faith, and come to know you intimately and personally. In you, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.